0: to the First and Ten Preview Show, week number five previewing. I am your host, Ross, and with me, as ever it seems, on these Thursday shows, it's Ollie. You are right, mate? Yeah,
1: good, mate. Just nice to see you again. This is our weekly little chat.
0: Yeah, it seems to be just the two of us. It's quite nice, this. We get through it, we get through the business, and uh, on to the fun games of the weekend. Um, We've got a special interview coming up uh, later in the podcast. You interviewed MJD this week. Uh, we'll get to that kind of around the Jags time. But, yeah, how was he to meet...
1: Oh, he's a lovely guy. is re- really nice just to be able to be there in that room. Obviously, there's MJD, O C Manura, Jason Bell, wow. Jack Crawford, and it's all these guys who are just like so massive. Yeah. And then MJD is like the one guy that I'm actually taller than, <laughs> and there's like this really interesting dynamic of Jack Crawford who's just six, at least six foot six minimum, yeah, and built like a brick shit house. And then MJD, is like, just down there, I'm like, looking down on him. Uh, he must but, be like, yeah, 5'4", five, and, five, and even just lovely King, apparently, who uh, sort of interrupts the interview. But, you know, it was just a, a little hello <laughs> as he
0: walked past. What an experience, though. Huh? Yeah, incredible. That's mental. Um, yeah, MJD is one, one meter 7 So, that, yeah, that's not a very big man. That's that's pretty tiny. Um. But, yeah, anyway, let's get on with um, Thursday night's game. Is the Colts at the Broncos, the one, two, and one Colts taking on the two and two Broncos? The Broncos are yet to really get going. Doing um, enough to just about keep their heads above water in that division, aren't they?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. So, obviously, they lost to the Raiders, Raiders and that was a really good chance for the Broncos to really put the nail in yeah. the coffin there and actually put themselves in the race. Because you know the Chargers are absolutely depleted with injuries, mm-hmm. the Chiefs obviously are very strong, but you know they're not going to be as formidable as they have been in previous years. Yeah. If the and you have that feeling of if the Broncos can sort of just hang on for a bit longer whilst they get things sorted, then maybe they've got a decent chance. Yeah. But I yeah I don't know. I they're going to have to win tonight and uh, go forward and. Keep on winning, just just to keep pace, because I can't see the Chiefs slowing down anytime soon.
0: No, the Chiefs haven't been massively like spectacular, but they're just winning, aren't they? They're Just doing what they need to do to win games. Like, the Bucks yeah, score I mean, thirty-one, the plot... the final score forty-one. Like simple as that. Yeah,
1: they put they put up buckets of points even without Tyreek Hill, and it's yeah. uh, ridiculous. It's I mean, to be fair just goes to show how good Andy Reid is. Uh, they uh, yeah. showed the graphic on, uh, I think it was was it Sunday night when mm-hmm. uh, he, he has 50 wins with Donovan McNabb, Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes, who couldn't be three more different quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. you know, that, that just goes like, if you can do it with any quarterback, then you could do it with any receiver really, can't you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Colts in this one coming off of a, a defeat to the Titans, I still don't really know what to make of the Colts. They're, they're trying to get Jonathan Taylor going, but it's, it's not it's not clicking yet, is it?
1: No, I I don't know. Just, or um, something about maybe there's some injury problems for Jonathan Taylor. Mm, yeah, um, he's I'm out this week, year, or... isn't he? I think.
0: I think he's definitely out. Fancy wise.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely devastating for them. To although to be fair, maybe it's a sort of weight lift off their shoulders, and they can do what they want with the offense because yeah. with him in there, you sort of have to feed the beast. Mm. Otherwise, you know, you don't want to know what the re- repercussions are. Um, but at the same time, it's like. You know, Maybe Matt Ryan does play better when he doesn't have the guy that he knows he's got to get the ball to or else. And it'll be interesting to see if that does free them up a bit.
0: Yeah, Um, definitely, because Naeem Hines is not a workhorse. He's going to do what he does. He's not uh, going to be toting the rock a lot, basically. He's going to be catching passes and running. I don't know who else the next running back is, really, because it was all Jonathan Taylor last season.
1: Yeah, there was a guy... I feel like it's Dion Jackson or something. I apologize oh, yes. if I'm getting the name That's right. the name I've seen. But on he's boys. one of those guys where everyone's picking up on waivers yeah. when they hear Jonathan Taylor
0: might be out. So. Yeah. Disappointment for a lot of fantasy players who would have been pretty much the number one pick across every league last season or this season. Um, let's move on. Uh, your pick. Who you can pick picking. I'm picking the Broncos.
1: Yeah, I'm taking Broncos as well here. Um, I just think... Even though they've had significant problems, I think they've probably just about got the talent
0: to get it done. Yeah, I'm not comfortable picking the Broncos because Russell Wilson, but still, he's he probably got enough to beat the Colts without Jonathan Taylor. Um, on to Sunday's games, the early game, the London game. The New York Giants at the Packers, but of course it's not. It's in London. 3-1 um, Giants taking on 3-1 and one Packers. I, it, in my NFL watching life, I've not ever said those words. No. Who are you taking? I mean, obviously, there's the massive Giants fandom, but...
1: Uh, loyalties aside here, I, I think I've got to go with the Packers. Yeah. Um, they've got to figure out at some point... I, 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 the thing is, I don't think they're going to light us up or anything. No. I think we'll be able to keep it close. Um, but I'm definitely, I I think it will be a similar sort of result to the ones the Packers have been having as of late, where they don't actually look great, they sort of look as if they're slowly getting it more and more together Mm. Um, but yeah, it would be really interesting uh, because I am going to Giants training tomorrow or you know, Friday, whenever you listen depending on whenever you listen to this uh, get to actually see the Giants in action and uh, just because I won't be able to go on Sunday unfortunately just like a lot of UK Giants and Packers fans but um, yeah This seems nice to, to be the actually... game
0: that hardest to get tickets for of all the games
1: Yeah I guess it's one of those things that both teams have massive fan bases here mm. and they're both actually winning although I'm sure that wasn't the motivation for Giants fans at the start of the season yeah. but um, yeah it was like I mean plenty of stars on the show you know Saquon Barkley Aaron Rodgers um, although it's one of those things it's uh, I it, on paper, it's not necessarily that great a game, even though it is the first ever game in in London between two winning teams. It's uh, not necessarily the one you're most
0: excited (laughs) for. I've I've professed my fandom for the Giants on this podcast previously. I like Daniel Jones. I love Saquon Barkley. He's coming off a week where he held the ball 31 times last week, Saquon, um, for 146 yards, but no touchdowns. Um, Barkley, he's back. He seems to be back and as good as ever.
1: Sorry, I didn't get that. You keep coming out.
0: Oh, sorry. Um, so, Barkley handled the ball 31 times last week for 150 yards. Um, he seems to be the workhorse that he was when he came into the league. He could be relied on to carry the rock again all, all this weekend?
1: Yeah, hopefully. I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see because I, I, I'm i still not sure exactly sure what the status is with both Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor yeah. at this current point in time. So he might be in the red shirt playing quarterback for most of the <laughs> practice that I'm going to, but um, yeah, I would mean, be interested to see. Um, I assume Jones will be fit enough just because if he was able to at least come on the field for the end of the game yeah. last week against the Bears, I, I feel like he'll just about have what it takes to sort of get back out there and like you know it'll, it'll sort of play through it. Because that's the thing is mm. Jones is the Giants have pretty much set their stall out and said. He's definitely not the franchise guy. Maybe we pick him up on a cheap contract after he goes <laughs> through free agency after like next season. Yeah. Um. But he's definitely not the franchise guy that you have to protect with every single, uh, bit of your being.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that's fair. I like Darren Jones. He gets a lot of stick. Um. He's not perfect, but he makes some absolutely wonderful throws. Um. But yeah, uh, we'll see. So you're going. you going with the Packers. I, I think we're going to, have to take the Packers as well, as much as a lot of yeah, the Giants. It's the sensible pick. First
1: London game for them.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. Next up, we've got the Steelers at the Bills. The one and three Steelers. A change of quarterback this week. Um. Taking on the Bills in Buffalo. I mean, not many harder places to make your first start as a quarterback in the NFL, was there?
1: No, I think it's going to be a really tough one for the Steelers. And to be fair, I am going to enjoy it because they—they they are, you know, just one of those teams that you just inherently don't really like. Yeah. Um. And you know, Kenny Pickett, I I have no nothing against the guy. no, not at all. But it could be quite exciting to watch that Bills defensive line just to light him up. All the time. Yeah.
0: I mean, if you didn't pick up the Bills in fantasy this week, they were the kind of the defense to pick up. <laughs> they're going to be all over him. Um. The Bills just, I, I wasn't impressed last week, but they did enough to get the job done against the Ravens in a really good back and forth game, actually. What I was impressed by the Bills is the defense. They put the clamps on Lamar, um, who's been having an MVP level season so far.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the difference between the Ravens and Steelers is that the mm. Ravens have talent all over the <laughs> field, including one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Uh, the Steelers could not be further from that. And yeah, I, I just think it's gonna be absolute steamroll, unfortunately, for Steelers.
0: Yeah, sorry, Steelers fans. Um next up we've got the Jags two and uh, the Jags, sorry, the Chargers two and two at the Browns two and two. Um I'm torn on this one. I don't know which way to go because I like the Chargers and they're getting healthier, not massively healthier, but a little bit healthier. And it's the Browns with Jacoba Brissett, and I'm never I'm never convinced by him. So persuade me either way, Holly, where should I go with this one?
1: Well, I actually had to check my pick on this one, to be fair. Um, I just remind myself who I did pick. Um, I t- I t- I've taken the charges here. Okay. Um, and to be fair, I do agree with my previous self that uh, picked this game. Um, yep. Justin Herbert still looks very, I mean, like like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. As you said about Lamar Jackson, um, he's definitely in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, despite the broken or fractured rib cartilage. Yeah, um mental. I mean, it's incredible, really. Like and also the pieces wide receiver court I think. Yeah. So obviously you've still got Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. Um Keenan Allen might be back this week I think. Yeah, I've
0: heard he's, he's still questionable. So keep an eye on those um the reports for yeah up to up to Saturday basically if you're a fancy owner.
1: Yeah, and that'll be I pretty key but at the same time it's the Brown, it's two very different teams. Mm. Um, Browns very much run first, try and get the game over quickly, and then Chargers will just try and run away with it. Yeah. Um, And I just don't think... I don't think the Browns have enough to stop them, I'm no, afraid. They're, even, they're... even without Keenan Allen, still, I'm still taking Chargers.
0: They lost to the Falcons last week. I mean, I know the Falcons have been surprising, but... You've got to be beating them if you want to be winning your division, which surely is the Brown sort of level that they they see themselves at now. Um, maybe not with Brissett, but who knows? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick the Chargers as well. I think just, just the better team wins out here. Um, before we kick into our next game, which is the Texans at the Jags, we're going to throw to your interview with MJD. So, Dave, in the Booth, play that tack. <laughs>
1: Hi, it's over here with uh, NFL, former NFL running back MJD uh, and now Channel 5 presenter. Uh, how's it been presenting on Channel 5?
2: Oh, it's been amazing. Um, I remember when that opportunity came, I I was like, I want to do it. Yeah. I want to be a part of it. Um, I love helping spread the game. I, I love help, helping the NFL grow. Uh, I also love the people of, of the UK. I think it's awesome that uh, there's certain fans like Claire the Bear or other fans that we get that are always on and always watching um and it's exciting and then you see them in person I actually met Claire uh a couple of days ago so that was fun to see her and it's always it's always exciting to see those things
1: right and you also commentate for the Rams of course yes uh, is that always something you want to do like branch out into two very different things
2: <laughs> yeah um I don't know if it was oh, what I've always wanted to do is kind of uh what my passion has been though is with football and and again a way to, to grow and be challenged in, in certain aspects of my career. Uh calling the Rams games completely different than studio, uh at NFL network and completely different than Channel Five as well. So they're all different but um they keep me on my toes and keep me going which is exciting. And then uh I was up the other night trying to uh watch the Rams yeah. play uh on Monday night football and I wasn't obviously too pleased with the outcome. Um Stay up a little too late as well because I had to be up at seven thirty the next oh, morning. Wow, yeah. So, but uh, it's okay. It's it's part of it. And it's it's always all right. Well, part of the three
1: a.m. club. For I was, so yeah. I know.
2: actually made the four a.m. club. Wow. And so I was like, oh, I don't know how I keep doing this, but you know, I'm dedicated to 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 the fans and to our our craft and what we do. And if that calls for me staying up till four or five in the morning, so be it. Great. And
1: it's uh, so obviously the Rams don't have a great history against the Niners. We kind of expecting that. Is, yeah,
2: you know. Um, I have a lot of friends who are Niners fans yeah. um and they're you know the Niners do a great job against the Rams they match up well against especially in the regular season yeah. they do a really good job in the regular season um and it, it's a tough task you know some teams are some teams that you you face that no matter who they are or what they have they're just a tough opponent for you and that's what the Niners are for the Rams as of lately um We'll see. You know, I think they have another matchup in a couple weeks, like a month. So we'll see how that goes down in L.A. But really, other than that, it's, it's like, man, you know, they, for the Niners to win the Super Bowl last year, or for the Rams to win the Super Bowl last year, they had to get over the Niners, which is normally how it goes. So uh, we're back at it again. What is it, seven straight in the regular yeah. season? Kind of, <laughs> I don't know how to switch that up. It's, the Niners have done a great job. Uh, Kyle Shanahan has done a great job against a lot of his former coaches as well. You
1: obviously played for the Raiders as well. Have you always had a sort of dislike for the Niners? Or is that... Always.
2: Yeah, yeah. I grew up in the Bay Area. So I grew up in the East Bay um, and uh, always had a disdain for the Niners. Yeah. Always. And not because the Niners, not because of that organization. Like, you know, it's funny, Kyle Shanahan coached me in college. I love him. A lot of his coaches coached me as well. Um, I know a lot of them personally, so it's not the coaching staff and it's really not the players. The players are actually really cool. It's their fans. I just, you know, growing up in the Bay area, you grew up, uh, and their fans are really, um, obnoxious and, you know, not the nicest. And so, uh, I've, I've made it a lifelong thing for me to do everything I can to make them feel as bad as they can feel. So, you know, last year when the Rams beat them, uh, they were whining and complaining like they always do. Um, and, you know, I was just like, hey, it's all good. Like, I'll show you this championship ring next year. When I got the ring, I posted it. It was like, here, you know, here you go. You can take this and, uh, you know, enjoy it.
1: That's so cool. Know, I'm a Giants fan, so I don't have a great history with the Niners either. There's, uh, yeah.
2: there's pl- pl-
1: plenty of teams that don't seem to like them, I guess. Like, right. But I guess that comes with success. Yeah, it does. It. <laughs> um, so, so you wore the number 32 because you said 32 good teams. You good to see you, yeah, right? Yeah. You're good. yeah. You're good. yeah dude, you it. Yeah, how
2: about you? Yeah, yeah, good. Good to see you, man.
1: Uh, so you say you took the you chose the number thirty-two because thirty-two teams passed you on the draft. If you'd been the number one overall pick, would you have played in the number zero?
2: Um, at numbers, if I wore number zero, yeah, yeah. No, if I was the first pick in the draft, I I, I did wear thirty-two because I was oh, all of them passed up on me. But if I was the first, I probably went with twenty-one. That was my number I wore okay. from yeah. a little kid all the way yeah. till um, till I got to the pros, but you know you always want to find little motivation little things that help push you to like not to be complacent yeah. um and to see that 32 number every day i went to work would re- just remind me like hey remember you know you're here for a certain reason and to keep pushing forward and so little reminders like that that i would have like in my house or i'd have in my locker would help me make sure i didn't get complacent and, and then played at a high level
1: so you're obviously here for the game this week. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: how many times you get to come over
1: for
2: games there? Um, I get to come over every year. Um, I try to do another trip either by myself or with the league in the offseason. Um, I, like I said, I, I enjoy myself here. I, I love the people. The people are awesome. I love the city. Um, it's so sensory located that you can go from here to anywhere in the world pretty much, yeah. uh, which is really nice. But um, you know, I just, I've really fallen in love with this place um, from the first time I came to – to now it's, it hasn't changed the food is awesome the people are like I said, the people are great the historys I'm a history guy so the history is awesome um and then the games here like to see the way the fans have taken taken to our game and to see the way the games are being portrayed here in London are awesome so I can't wait to see what the Packers have done or what the Packers are going to do because they've never been they're the, they're the only team that's never played in London so it's exciting to finally have them here and get them going
1: yeah, definitely. Uh, you say you love the food here. Are you a chicken and chips guy or a fish and chips guy?
2: Oh, no. Um, I'm a sushi guy.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Sexy fish. <laughs> Great stuff. Kind of guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so was, was that love for the country there before you started with Channel 5, or has it grown as the partnership's gone on?
2: Um, it was, it was, well, I came, right, but I came a couple years before. Um, I want to say I started in 2015, coming here. I had a good time um, from there. It's just gotten better and better than obviously Channel 5 enhanced that. Uh, because again, you get to connect, you get to create relationships with people. Um, you get to you know, entertain and educate and, and get the, the feedback right away. Uh, and so Channel 5 like, really enhanced the, that love that I have, which I'm so happy to be a part of. And I think a lot of people, even though we've had a lot of changes over the last year with different people that I'm on with, um It's still it's still so fun because it's not about the people that I'm on with, which those are they're all great people, but it's about the way our fans take and re- receive what we're giving, and, and that's been the most important part and the most fulfilling part actually.
1: Great. And have you managed to pick up a team for the other football as of yet?
2: Yeah, you know Tottenham. Yeah. As of Makes now, sense. yeah, Tottenham as of now for sure. Um, Fulham, just because of Jags. You know, you got to support the Jags. And then I know I'm not supposed to say this but because I work for the Rams Arsenal. Oh, so yeah, I got yeah, three yeah, yeah. teams go right ahead. now. I, I tried to go to the Arsenal-Tottenham game uh, last Saturday. It was, I heard it was like you couldn't even get a ticket. Yeah, It was pretty pretty tough. So it was, you couldn't even pay high price for it. So um, I can't wait to see those two play again or ever, see them play. And then obviously I want to see Fulham play. But I have to tell you this. Me and my cousin, we went to uh, – the English versus Hungry Game last oh, yeah. year, insane. Yeah, energy was insane. Yeah, and it's quite, I, yeah. I need I need one of those games again. So we'll if you go it to
1: out. a club football game, I, those are like if you, if you went to Fulham, that would be amazing. Right. Yeah, so you mentioned the jazz connection. Uh, have you watched any of AEW? Is that something that you're uh, interested in? Or I or?
2: used to watch wrestling when I was a little kid. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm, I'm a big boy. I can't <laughs> can't be a wrestling guy right now. I have, my fantasy is uh, fantasy football and traveling around the world uh, with the NFL to help make the game a global game. So that's where my fantasies are. All
1: right, great. Thank you so much for no talking problem. to No
2: problem. No problem at all. Thanks for your time. See you later, Oliver.
0: There we go. So that was uh, Ollie there speaking with Maurice Jones-Drew this past week, um, ahead of the Jaguars hosting the Texans, the o three and one Texans, and the 2-2 and Jags. Um, I really want the Texans to win a game of football, but I don't know how they're going to do it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I don't think it's coming this week. The no. Jags have actually looked pretty good, um, genuinely in the conversation for the AFC South title at yeah. least. Um, I mean, they you know absolutely took care of the Colts. I and I've seen them doing a similar sort of job here on the Texans, really. Yeah, um, Texans, Texans. Are a pretty feisty team, but they're not a good team, and yeah. uh, unfortunately, you know they'll get a few wins here and there, um, but they've not done really done anything to show me, as of yet, I did pick, I admit, it was pretty ballsy to take (laughs) take them against the Chargers last week, Uh, ended up blowing up in my face, but, um, (laughs) you know, I was thinking, maybe the injuries, this is the one, Um, I'm not so confident about them this week.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Texans haven't got Austin Eckler, have they, who's just going to run around them for fun, Um, unfortunately for them, Damian Pierce looks good, but yeah, I'm going with the Jags as well, which still makes me uneasy, because it's still the Jaguars, but. Um, anyway, let's move on to our next game, which is the 2-2 two and two Chicago Bears at the 3-1 and one Minnesota Vikings. Um, my main takeaway from watching the Vikings live from my Skybox last week is that Justin Jefferson is always open. He is never covered by a defender. It's ridiculous how much separation a man can get in such a short space of time. Um, the Bears have got to work out for them. They're trying to keep the Vikings scored down on this one.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they've played all right defensively, I think, so far, hmm. the Bears. Yeah, me. it's just uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I, I don't see this being particularly close. I think no. the, the back Packer the even the Packers were able to beat the Bears relatively comfortably. Yeah, and we saw the what the Vikings did to the Packers in Week One. Mm. So assuming the rule of, you know, that <laughs> should be rules. that team, and then yeah. <laughs> they beat them. So <laughs> therefore, they should definitely beat them. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I. Uh, but yeah, even so, the Vikings just look much better than the Bears right now. Yeah. Um. despite having only scraping by the Saints by the double doinker.
0: Yeah, it's weird because they were much the better team. The Saints were terrible for 90% of that game. Um, I, There's something wrong with Dalvin Cook. I know he's got a shoulder injury, but he does not look explosive at all. Um, so it is all on Jefferson and uh, to a lesser degree Thielen, but Thielen's a solid pair of hands. The Bears got a bit of passing offence last week. Um, Dinah Mooney finally performed just after I dropped into my bench in fantasy. Got 94 yards on four catches. Um, But yeah, it's the Vikings to me, this one, definitely. Uh, Let's move on to the Lions at the Patriots, both one and three. The Lions are an odd odd team, aren't they? I mean, they gave up... What what did the Seahawks score in the end last week? 48 points. (laughs) They let Gio Smith um... score 48 points on them.
1: But they are also the number one scoring offense in the NFL. Yeah. So I mean, they, admittedly, they're one and three for it. So <laughs> they, there's some serious problems on the defense. But um, yeah, I I think they've definitely showed more promise than the Patriots have had so far. Yes. If, if purely in terms of effort than nothing else. Yeah. I mean, the score forty plus points. Through a run first offense is incredibly impressive, <laughs> even if the Seahawks defense isn't up too much these days. no, but yeah, i I really do fancy Lions this week, and uh, you know, it's not a bad thing to see the Patriots go one and four.
0: no, not that's never a bad thing. we all, we can all enjoy that. Yeah, the number one passing on offense in the league, um only eleventh in defense, so they're improving on defense. I don't understand what happened last week. It was just Gino worked his magic. <laughs> it was an insane game yeah, to I mean, watch he
1: does seem to have a little bit of I don't know, is some, something there um, maybe he's sacrificed the odd goat heart or something in his life um, <laughs> he he just has this streak of being the weird guy in the weird place he was obviously the guy to end Eli Manning's starting streak yeah. he's now showing up with the Seahawks and winning
0: them games having better stats than Russell Wilson this season he's, he's he's a weird man, I quite like it He's, he's annoying me because he's winning too many games. I, I was quite happy with the one win this season and a high, nice high draft pick, but he's going to win us more games that's going to knock us out of that top five, I think, unfortunately. But we'll we'll kind of come to that when we come to it. But yeah, I think um, they're, they're, they're two very different one and three teams, aren't they? The Detroit Lions have looked good. The Patriots have looked kind of streaky at best. And yeah, it's the Lions for me, definitely, this week. Yeah, same. Man. Uh, our Next... Game is on my website loads. Hang on, two seconds Bear with me. It's the Seahawks at the Saints. Um, two and two Seahawks at the one and three Saints. Um, yeah, I mean, my Seahawks are fun to watch, but we can't stop anyone. And if Jameis is back, he's, he's gonna torch the defense. Um, I genuinely don't know which way to pick. My head is just pick Seahawks because that's my team and I automatically do it, but this could generally go either way, couldn't it?
1: Yeah, I I mean, it should be close, but I have gone with the Saints here. Yeah. Um, they've got the home advantage. I think they are they are getting Jameis and Alvin Kamara back this week. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that helps just a, a bit too much talent for the Seahawks. I mean obviously DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are brilliant, but um you know, yeah. that offense when you've got Jameis Winston is a decent enough quarterback mm-hmm. that when you surround him with Chris Olave, Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara, you're gonna score
0: Yes, those points. There's points there. Yeah, um, our next game is the Dolphins three and one at the Jets two and two. Now the Dolphins are without Tua. Oh, well, I should be without Tua for this game. Yeah. Um, the Jets have um, Zach Wilson at quarterback, and they looked good last week in a, a close losing effort. Really, for the Jets. Um, which way are you leaning? Jets beat the Steelers. Oh yes, they did. Sorry, yeah. I was watching this in the train station after that on my way back from London, so I must have missed the end of it. But yeah, twenty four twenty. Yeah, it was a great game. They managed to
1: come out and win that. I, I was, you know, really excited for the Jets. Uh, it's one of those things where, where there is kind of a rivalry there, but not mm-hmm. really. It's um, yeah. It, it, it's one of those big brother little brother rivalries. it's, uh, <laughs> yes. it's not really competition. But uh, yeah, I've taken the Dolphins here though. I, okay, as I say. Um, the Dolphins, very good team. The Jets have had a few plucky wins, you know, beating mm. the Browns and the Steelers, the both are two teams we all hate. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I just um, I don't know, I I could definitely see the Jets at least putting up a fight, but I, yeah. yeah, the Dolphins, even with Teddy Bridgewater, should be winning this.
0: Yes, they should. Yeah, they should have enough to get past the Jets. Um, the two and two Falcons travel to the two and two Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, the Bucs put up a lot of points against the Chiefs, but couldn't hold them down. The Falcons have looked better than advertised, I think, so far this season. has doing a decent enough job with that offence. Uh, there's no Cordero Patterson now, though. He's out for four games onto the IR. So it's all on, in the rookie's hands at the uh, running back. So for me, it's the Bucs. I've picked the Bucs. I wouldn't be surprised if the Falcons keep it close. They've covered the spread in every game this season.
1: Yeah, I've taken the Bucks as well here, but yeah, definitely, I. It's one of those where it's you, you just kind of attempt to pick an upset because mm. the Bucks. I mean, you know, the Bucks should be very good. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously they came pretty close with the Chiefs. I mean, it just in terms of scoreline, to be fair though. Yeah. It was, it was very much the Chiefs in control for the majority of that game. Yeah. Whereas the Falcons have pulled off the upset, they could definitely be. Scrappy here at least, but yeah, I'm I just think you know that box team is too good to be losing here. But you never know, it's the NFL,
0: yeah, we, well, it's yeah, any given Sunday and all that. Um, our final early game, and the NFL need to sort this out. There was nine games at six o'clock and then just three games for the late red zone. That's that's not a good split that needs to be sorted out. Um, but our final game is the Titans two and two at the commanders one and three. Um. It should be the Titans, shouldn't it? They're just a better team here.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, like like you say, the NFL schedule is losing balance as much as the Tories at the moment. <laughs> but, um, the, yeah, the Titans should definitely be winning this. I've taken them personally. Um, yeah. I just... Uh, yeah, I... The Cahunders have looked okay so mm. far and I very much mean that in the sincerest form of okay. <laughs> um, they had a decent... I guess a decent win against the Jags, which looks better now after the Jags performances since. Yeah. Um. But you know, at no point have I really thought, yeah, they might be a playoff team.
0: No, they're a very strange team, aren't they? They've got talent. There's good running back. There's a solid arm at quarterback. There's great receivers. But yeah, they just—I mean, there's talented defense as well. Something's just not working there. Um. Yeah, I'm picking the Titans because Derek Henry started to roll last week, and hopefully, can carry that on. Um, into this game. Um, our first early game, 9.05 in the UK, is the 49ers travelling to Carolina to take on the Panthers. The 2-2 two two Niners have 1-3 Panthers. The Niners beat the Rams, but the Niners always beat the Rams, so I can't really read too much into that because Kyle Shanahan just has Sean McVay's number. It's, it's basically as simple as that. Um, the Panthers aren't very good, are they? No,
1: I mean... That's this is one of those problems that I have as a Giants fan is that we've, we've beat the Panthers week one yeah. and have and have since beaten the Bears <laughs> and uh, you know it's one of those things where are we actually a good team or have we just had all the easy games so far? Yeah. Um. And th- this is another one of those where 49ers should be winning this. Uh. The defense looks great. Yeah. The offense looks good enough. Um. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the Panthers shouldn't really be causing them any problems.
0: No, they should be pretty much just straightforward Niners win. Um, the 4-0 Eagles take on the 2-2 Cardinals. I'm still not... I'm yet to be impressed by the Cardinals. They beat the Panthers last week, but like I was just said, the Panthers aren't very good. The Eagles just continue to roll and didn't, they can. They got a pick poison offence. They got... even being down early to the Jags didn't really phase them. They came straight back and scored and... I think they're far too strong to win. They've got to win this one quite easily. I think. I don't think the Cardinals are too good either.
1: Yeah, I think it would be an interesting measuring stick for the Cardinals because mm. I think this could be anywhere from an Eagles thrashing
0: yeah. to a really
1: tight game, and maybe even the Cardinals pivot. Mm. This, like, but this is I. I am definitely favouring the Eagles on this one. Yeah. Um, shame to say, They're the only unbeaten team left, and it looks like they're going to keep on going that way. Yes. Um. But yeah, the, the Eagles do look very good right now. they De- definitely the best team in the NFC. Yeah. And uh top top power
0: rankings this week.
1: Yeah, of course. And uh I mean I'm not sure I quite agree with that, but <laughs>
0: um,
1: I guess they are unbeaten to be fair. <laughs> but um yeah, the Cardinals I I wouldn't expect them to be close, but I to be you honest I, know, I, I kind of don't want to bet against them.
0: No. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, we're both picking the Eagles there. Um, the final game of the late window is the three and one Cowboys at the two and two Rams. The Rams defense on that Debo Samuel touchdown is that some of the worst tackling I've ever seen from a professional football team. <laughs> what were they doing? Like Jalen Ramsey trying to go for single arm leg tackles on Debo? What are you doing? Uh, it, it was just dreadful, and the offense. Is not as advertised. Like Cooper Cup is the only man doing anything. Alan Robinson may not may as well not be on the field. And the running backs are just lost as well. Matt Stafford looks just nowhere near it's just a shell of what he was last week, uh, last year. So and I I've talked myself into picking the Cooper Rush led Cowboys against the Super Bowl oh, champions. Wow. <laughs>
1: um yeah, I'm not quite that confident on the Cowboys. Um <laughs> The, obviously they, you know, did beat the Giants uh week three and, and that's the thing, Cooper Rush has definitely been better than all yeah. of us expected, I think. Um but I mean only to the point of he's doing what he needs to do. Yes. And the rest of the team is getting it done for him. Um but mm. yeah, I'm definitely taking the Rams here. I just think, you know, there's so much talent on that Rams team. Um and uh, yeah, that's not that some much point. Yeah, I mean, not there's just not that much talent on the Cowboys. I, I mean, obviously you've got Trevon Diggs and, uh, yeah, yeah, they're just they're, a couple Cady of names, Lamb and, aren't they? No, like, there's yeah, not a real they, team. That, there. This this the thing is like Trevon Diggs will make the big plays, but also beyond the receiving end of them. Yes. So I could see Cooper Cup making him look like an absolute fool this week, and uh, I'd be absolutely glad to see. Yeah, him.
0: that'd be fine. They're very much the Man United of the NFL. With the, just a lot of players, uh, but not very good as a team. Um, on to Sunday night football: the two and two Bengals take on the two and two Ravens. This should be a great game. Um, the Bengals did enough last week, and the Ravens were disappointed in defeat. But it all kicked off on the sideline, didn't it?
1: I'm gonna, yeah. I mean, that was um, the interesting part, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Of that game. Um, I, the thing is, I don't really see this game being particularly close. Do you think? I I'm I've I'm taking the Ravens and yeah, I'm pretty confident way. in that pick. I was very surprised to see the Bengals make it into our top ten of the power rankings. Mm. Um, their two wins have come against a Dolphins team where the guy go- where the game was very <laughs> close and t- before two came, yeah. it had to be stretched off. And a Jags, uh, sorry, the Jets team, yeah. which is like, okay, well done, you beat the Jets. Yeah, the Joe Flacco um, and the Jets. Yeah, and they looked pretty horrendous in their in their first two. I don't, yeah, I, I, to be honest, I, like, obviously, the you know, the talent is there and they, you know, made it to the Super Bowl last year. And I'm not saying then they're going to be bad for the whole season. I'm sure they'll get it turned around at some point. Mm. But at, to this point, they haven't really done anything for me to convince me that they are a playoff team yet.
0: Yeah, the Ravens are the better team. They've got a lot more weapons on offence. I think Mark Andrews is an absolute stud at tight end. They've got some good receivers now and three running backs at from, including the quarterback. There's just too many weapons there, I think. Um, so, yeah, I'm going Ravens as well. And our final game, Monday Night Football, is the 1-3 and Raiders at the 3-1 and Chiefs. Um, the Raiders got their first win of the season, but the Chiefs just keep rolling on. Like I said earlier, they they just score points for fun, basically. Um the Raiders are gonna to have to throw everything they can to keep up with them, aren't they?
1: Yeah, I mean, the Raiders do have a pretty decent record against the Chiefs, I believe. Yeah. Um But I, 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 yeah, I, I just see the Chiefs running away with this one. I think that win might have been just enough to keep the Raiders' beliefs alive <laughs> that they might be a playoff team, and uh, the Chiefs will sort of go, let's just, you know, put you back in your place here. Yeah. And because uh, the Raiders have not looked good at all. These first few weeks. Um, no, they haven't actually. The one win coming against a fellow struggling AFC West team, in the Broncos. Um, mm. Yeah, this is another one where I'm like, if you're staying up for it, you might be able to go to bed at half time. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> yeah, it could be over. Yeah.
0: Yeah. True. The Raiders got Josh Jacobs working last week. He got 100 yards for the first time this season, and Adams got 100 yards just sort of quietly. But yeah, he's not been as advertised to Vontae Adams. He's been fine, but. Yeah, he's not the man. He's, well, it's not Aaron well, Rodgers the ball, is it? It's Derek Carr. That's the the difference, I suppose.
1: Yeah, he's def- they're definitely all culpable for the worst red zone drive I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Still, and, yeah. Um, yeah, it's um, I doubt I'm ever going to see anything worse <laughs> than uh, that
0: absolutely atrocious display. Yeah, I it's mean- going to take a lot to overcome that, isn't it? Yeah nine plays from the one-yard line. <laughs> um, right then, your pick of the week, or your lock of the week, for me, it's the Bills. They're going to destroy the Steelers.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a fair pick. I'm going to take the Ravens. Um, I, I really do not fancy the Bengals at all. And that's I sorry. really want the Ravens to prove me right and go, yeah, the Bengals should not be anywhere near the top ten right now. <laughs>
0: uh, your upset of the week. When are we looking um, for this?
1: I- I guess it would have to be mm,
0: stuff on this week
1: yeah I, I this is the thing i'm not sure if i've really picked any upsets um
0: no don't be i have <laughs>
1: <laughs> i guess the chargers would be uh, uh, because of the injuries i'm going to yeah. count that
0: browns are um, at home so they should be favored it, it,
1: if you want me to pick like an actual upset i'll take the falcons um even yeah. though I didn't pick them. I'd say like you know they've got a decent chance of upsetting the Bucks. Look
0: that Maybe. way for your upset. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Giants. I want to see the Giants do well, and beating the Packers in London would be great fun. Um, so there we go. That is our podcast for today. Um, you'll obviously hear this after Thursday night football. So I hope it was a good game. Um, I'm not holding out much hopes. So honestly, I won't have stayed up to watch this. I'll be honest.
1: <laughs> well, I have got the day off work tomorrow, so that I can go to the Giants. Training, oh, okay. so I am actually going to take the opportunity to stay up for this one. Nice, and uh, hopefully, they put on a decent performance. It's yeah. one of the, one of those that I wish it had been you know a couple of weeks ago, uh, <laughs> but but unfortunately, you know, you take what you can get, and uh, hopefully, they put on a decent show.
0: Yeah, hopefully, Rush starts to cook this week because I mean, his, his, cook, his cook has not been heating up so far this season, he's, he's been waiting for the ingredients, <laughs> Yeah, hasn't. <sometimes>. <laughs> Uh, we will be back with a show on uh, Monday to, pre- uh, to review the weekend's action um, And then probably me and Ollie Let's be honest, we'll be back next Thursday To do you another preview show for, next- uh, for week six um, Until then, where can they find you on Twitter? Mate?
1: Uh, it's at RegenOllie
0: And we'll be tweeting stuff out from Tomorrow from your um, in, in, Yeah, your, I mean yourself? I'll probably also be doing some stuff For the first
1: and ten Twitter um, awesome. And yeah, it, it should be a great experience Really look forward to it
0: so you can find that at first underscore on Twitter. If you're not already following us, get on there, follow us. Um, if you are a female that's listening and would like to join our podcast, we're looking. We're on the lookout for um, people with the fair of sex, with the fairer sex because we'll be honest, it's a bit of a sausage fest at the minute. So <laughs> we're looking for <laughs> some female voices to answer the crew. Um, if you want to want to get involved with podcasting, uh, male or female, just let us know. We've got plenty of shows that we can obviously always use help for. You can find me on Twitter at rossbell underscore underscore. And I think that is about it. So until we are back next week, it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from Josh. Oh, Ollie,
2: sorry. (laughs)
0: Goodbye. And we will see you in week six. There we go. I was just reading uh, Josh's message in the chat.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, I. I did that um, with Ash. Like, I was just looking at the screen and I just said Tiller instead of (laughs) Ash. All
0: right, right, there we go. Let's stop that recording.